Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Light and Morning Podcast. I'm excited to welcome program Margo Lenmark. Margo, how are you? And uh, we're in August. Can you believe it? I, I, I don't oh, I can't believe it, it, Neil. Oh, my God. It's almost going to be winter again. <laughs> no, no, we're not talking about that. There's never, winter's never going to happen, right? Because okay, good, right. never, we're just going to stay in August forever because we want to live in a place where we can go hang out. So let's just hope that. There you uh, go. Okay. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> but we, we're going to stay positive. We're going to stay positive. It's going to be August Okay. Eternal forever. August. Okay. Eternal <laughs> August. I like it. So today's yeah. day, we're going to continue to talk about light in the morning and uh, we're going to go into, I mean, some of these powerful things from mediums to just things that just, you're like, oh my gosh, this really happened. And it happened to you, Margo. And now we're going to talk about your dog so we didn't think oh, we that i know much, but it all it talks about always these memories are such an important thing for sure yes yes well okay yeah we've talked about mediums we've talked about miracles and we're gonna go back a little bit to mediums <laughs> because um you know all all of my stories about are about communicating with the person who has died and of course, the story, the message that we get when people die, it comes from your life with them. And so this is another one. And this is the interesting thing, Neil. It's about a dog. You know, so many people think that dogs are just dogs or something, but they're, they're as real a being and probably more sensitive and aware even a being than we are as humans. And that's kind of the point of this story. Um, I had a dog named Casey. She, I used to call her my human dog because she really seemed, I don't know if you've ever had a dog, but she just seemed like she was human rather than animal, you know? And um, she was just fine. She was, she was 13. She was running around healthy as could be. She did have a little tumor, but it didn't affect her ever. Well, one day she had a seizure and suddenly everything changed. And all my friends saw her and said, Margo, you've got to put Casey down. And I'm like, put Casey down. <laughs> I mean, she just had a seizure. You know, it just came up so suddenly. And, you know, Neil, I'm not one of these people who feel like I can make that decision to put my dog down. I, yeah. I feel like that's God's decision, you know, not mine. And I don't have any judgment about somebody else doing it at all. Because dogs are lucky they get to be put down. They don't have to suffer like we do. But I just somehow within myself, I don't feel like I have that ability to make that decision. So all my friends are calling me saying, you've got to put her down. You've got to put her down. And, and I was having these long crying conversations with my friends and my family and everybody. And, and then one day, it was so interesting. I called Emerald, my animal communicator friend. And she talked to Casey and Casey said, well, it would be easier if you did give me some help, but only if it's easy for you. She said, make a balanced decision, ask Steve. And Steve, Steve's a lawyer, so she knows how balanced he is. <laughs> she knew that. And I still couldn't do it. And then what happened was I, we were sitting on the couch and all of a sudden she had this horrific seizure. It, it, I mean, it was so bad. Her eyes started receding. Her she, Everything changed in her, even in her physical body. It was very, very intense. I can't even describe it. It was so awful to experience. And with that really horrific experience, I picked up the phone and I called the vet and I said, you've got to come immediately. Casey is not going to be Casey anymore. 
And, you know, she was just gone as Casey, if you know what I mean. That seizure was so bad. And I hung up the phone. The woman said she'd be here in an hour. And so I told Steve, we've got one hour with Casey. And we were holding her and petting her and, and wow. holding her. Both of us were holding her so she wouldn't have another seizure, you know. And she was having little tiny seizures, but we were holding her. And, you know, she had just told Emerald in this conversation prior to this happening that she was going to probably die on her own in about two days. And, um, you know, it would be easier if we put her down, but otherwise she'll go in two days. And so then after she had that seizure, after I called the vet, she started going into this breathing pattern. And people who die go into this breathing pattern. I can't remember what they call it. It's some kind of breath. I, I'm forgetting the name of it. Immediately, she started going into that. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's dying right now. <sighs> and so then she, she did. She died within about 20 minutes of that phone call. Oh, my. And, yeah. And here's the thing, Neil. She heard every one of those conversations. She knew I did not, I could not make that decision to put her down. She did not want me to go through that. So she forced herself out of her body two days early because she just said she was going to go naturally in two days. She forced herself out of her body in 20 minutes so that I did not have to go through that. Isn't that amazing? You know, yeah. it's like people think that dogs aren't aware. They're completely, completely aware. Yes. Um, and, I, you know, I said to Steve immediately, I said, I made the call because he didn't want me to blame him for making that decision, oh, yeah. you know. And then all of a sudden she did that. And, and it was really just such an incredible thing. Um, I mean, it was just so sad and everything. But then after that, I called Emerald and I asked, I asked Casey through Emerald what the experience of her death was like. And she told me um, when she was describing her experience that she said that when I called the vet, it gave her a surge of energy. Before the call, she was worried that she didn't have enough energy to really pass on and it was going to take a long time. But my call gave her a relief and a renewed energy to go immediately. And then she was on her way. And she explained how she went into darkness for a little tiny while. And then she saw some light and she ran toward that light. Um, and then she was out of her body and she was free. Isn't that interesting? She told, she told Emerald that it's because I made that call that she went quickly so that I wouldn't have to go through that. all the suffering <laughs> so they they think and then how about the memory after? and they hear yeah yeah after, hmm? after uh the passing what memories did you get any other signs that happened oh yeah. yes yes absolutely then she said because this was a couple this was several days later right and she said um she loved the funeral the the service that we gave for her um she said she remembered she was trying to show Emerald what um, what was what she loved the most, and Emerald said, "All I can say is it's something really shiny and blingy and beautiful." Well, we we put her in her grave, 
and every we put her toys in with her and everything and we went around the circle and everybody you know said something about Casey and we laughed and we cried and and then at the end my friend Cindy threw these glittery stars all over her just just different colors of gold and silver and blue and all these glittery stars and she said that was her favorite part she remembered that you know and then so so that's really cool I mean she was she was there when she was dying and she died early because of me after she died, she was very present right there at the memorial service. And then she went on to talk about her life with Steve and I and how much she loved it. And she even told us some of the things she loved the most. And what's interesting is Emerald, the communicator, she doesn't know us from Adam. So she didn't know anything to say. It yeah. all came through Casey. Isn't that interesting? Oh, my goodness. And it's just. Yeah, so they're right there. Yeah. And then it's, it's something that's just spectacular to know that we can go back to our loved ones of the past on to get information from them afterwards to hear what they're really thinking in the afterlife. It's Isn't that incredible? It truly is. I know. It's, it's phenomenal because that's what my whole book is about are all these other people, the people that came to me. And now we have this beautiful dog that came to me and, and just, just expressed you know, how she felt about her whole life and expressed about her death. She told us the whole experience of her death. I mean, really incredible stuff. And that's why that was such an important uh, chapter to include because we have so many animal lovers, you know, on this planet. And it's so important for them to realize that their dogs are hearing everything they say. They're aware. <laughs> it's very cool. No, it's, it's so cool. And, uh, I'm glad we were hearing this information again. We're with Margaret Lemmark on Light of the Morning podcast. And uh, I, that just blows me away to know that animals can speak to us through uh, psychic mediums and be able to really understand what they're thinking and feeling and how they understand people. Wow. It's exactly. Just Isn't that something? And Neil, guess what? You know, we just put our dog down recently and she oh, just started smart. coming to yeah. me with. I know. Thank you. It's, it's been just, it's just been really, really sad experience and heartbreaking. And do you know what? She's coming to me and giving me messages. I'm writing them down. So I'm writing another book because she's giving me all kinds uh, of messages. You're going to write messages. another book. So we did, that's the news. Yeah. When's that? So this is the thing I think that uh, Margo and we'll talk off air as well. I mean, I think that you're talking about pets. My gosh. That's going to be unbelievable. Yes. And I asked Bindi, I said, is this a book? Is this a book for um, only for animal people? And she says, that's the easiest way to communicate because, you, you know, and then she gave me this impulse. It's like, you know, if, if, if I tell a person, yeah, my dad came back to me and gave me a message. They're like, oh my God, you're crazy. But if I say, yeah, my dog came back and told me this, they'll go, really? What'd they say? <laughs> you know, we believe it from dogs, but we don't believe it from people. So she said, that's the easiest way to communicate. So just give all my messages and it can be about a dog book. So people will actually pick it up and read it and realize a whole bunch about life. And she's telling me all kinds of stuff, Neil. So 
we're going to, we're, it's going to take a while to get this book out, but it's coming. It's coming together. <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, and that we'll have to talk about that, but go check out right now, the book you can purchase by going to lightinthemorning.com right now, purchase her book. We've been talking about different chapters, but you got to read the book and you have to understand it and check it out and really have those conversations. When we lose loved ones, especially through different things, we can still have conversations with them. Their life doesn't pass. And more and more, we're learning this by going through this book. So I appreciate it, Margo. And we'll talk soon. Okay, wonderful. Thanks a lot, Neil. All right. That was the Light and Morning Podcast, guys. Take care.